Good morning. So when you go to your next bank, make sure you sit in a lowly place, because if you don't, then if someone of more and greater importance comes to you, then the host is going to have to move you and set you into another place. What is Jesus doing here this morning? Teaching etiquette class? I think maybe in some ways he is. He's trying to let us know that our appearances matter. In fact, one of the greatest things that comes from this gospel is the importance of humility in our lives and having to um, learn a method, a process, a lifestyle of truthfully, healthily entering into our own humility so that we are not exalting ourselves, but the Lord will one day exalt us when we return to the banquet. That's the message of today. But isn't it a counterintuitive message by the world? You and I grew up in a world where it was go, 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 make sure you get yourself well-educated, do as well as you possibly can, nothing wrong with that so far. Go work hard, use the talents God gave you, nothing wrong with that so far. But then it's climb that ladder, go, get to the top. Do not stop. Do not relent. Let yourself arise to the highest possible level. Seek excellence. And there's part of that that is perfectly fine. But the part that is so troubling for all of us, and I want you to know, in this homily, I'm preaching to me a little more than I'm preaching to you, all right? The problem is, as we are, exceed, as we are succeeding, and if we are blessed to have a talent from God to th- totally arise, as so many, 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 many people here at Our Lady of Mount Carmel are experiencing and have experienced, all of that laud, you're great, you're doing a wonderful job, you've done so well in your life, you've provided so well for your family, look at all this material wealth that you have garnered, look at all of this power and prestige and influence that you have in the world. My brothers and sisters, that may all be true, but it is also addictive. And what happens is, is this goes into our ears and it starts to corrupt our our soul. It corrupts the guidance that God is giving us and has always given us in virtually every gospel that has ever been proclaimed. And that you and I are sons and daughters of God, and He is God, and we are not. And yes, we may excel, and He, he made us, He wants us to do great things, but He wants us to do them in humility. Well, that's tough when you're in a world that just looks and waits to give you credit and give you laud for your success. So how in the world do we fight this battle? How in the world do we solve this? And I'm telling you, this is not easy. This takes slow, deliberate training. In the book of Sirach today, we hear a couple of pieces of great advice. The wise man lives for the words of the prophets and of Proverbs. And a wise man always has an open ear 
for wisdom. And so understanding those two things, that suggests very firmly that the, the truth and the guidance of how to succeed in this exists and we need to listen for it. There's a antiphon, I don't know if you noticed, I, I got the old book out and read the, the uh, gospel antiphon because it's incredibly important where Jesus Christ says, I give you my yoke to put it on you so that I might guide you and that your burdens will be light and that I might teach you my ways. And that's exactly what you and I need to allow to happen. Yoking an animal, this metaphor that Christ is using, is really kind of awesome when you think about it. What you do with oxen, if you have a young ox, is you put him in a yoke with a fully grown, mature, and trained ox. So as this young, bu- this young buck of an ox who just wants to make it all happen and is probably a little wild and not disciplined at all, he has the yoke around him and is then guided by the professional. And as he pulls and he yanks, he gets some splinters and he learns and it's painful, but yet he's going the way of the elder oxen. And then in time, that guidance, that cajoling, that assistance, that wisdom of the older animal trains this one so that he now is capable of pulling a great load and doing the will of the master. That's the metaphor. Isn't that awesome? I love that. I've been looking around for yokes on Amazon. You know, I thought, well, I need to get a yoke. Well, how does that play for us? How does that play for us? Here's how. You and I need help. We need someone right next to us. We need someone who can guide us. We need someone that can, say, pull us over this way. And we go that way because we're going in community and in that community, in that wisdom of the Proverbs and the wisdom, there is our safety. There is our training on how to handle all of this success that we've had and not let it go to our head and to orient ourselves into the will of God rather than be corrupted so easily by the will of society. Some nouveau law, some nouveau thing that is so it. You know, so much of this today comes out of our universities. It's incredible. Why do we pay those guys? (laughs) Well, anyway, the long and the short of it is we need wise guidance that we can yoke to. Many of you here are married. And the reason God gave you this beautiful sacrament of matrimony is so that you might be yoked with someone that you love, who loves you, who will help guide you to heaven. And when husband and wife have the goal of heaven, then they do whatever is necessary to assist their spouse 
out of love so that they might succeed to get to heaven. That's why we have the sacrament of matrimony. My brothers and sisters, community also plays a big role. If you happen to be young and you're in high school or grade school or or college, the same truth holds true. Who your friends are is who you will be. Haven't you heard that one from your parents? Who you choose as friends will be how you go. And that is true for you and it's true for all of us in this room. So what we need is we need to find a community We need to find an oxen we can yoke with that will guide us correctly. 